Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Starting so early this week. It is. It's still daylight out. Is Mercury really in retrograde? Is that a thing? Until October 18th. So it is right now. Absolutely. That's why you're feeling wild, crazy, off. Who is? Everybody. Oh. Are you feeling a little... It's like a generalized thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I got you. Like communication and technology are usually like... um, All garbled. That's a good word. Not as clear. It can make you feel a little off little um are you into astrology yeah like your sign oh yeah or just what it means or i I, remember like that big book of birthdays that i had i do remember that yeah i I can i can see what it looks like it's blue it's got like the stars on it yeah yeah i felt like it really identified me as a person like my birthday and like my personality yeah that i get into that i don't know I feel like there's something to it. Something. Um, is it as accurate as your Enneagram? Oh, yeah. my Well, my Enneagram is, I mean, yeah. Or are they tied together? I don't know. I don't I don't think Enneagram comes from astrology, but. It I mean, does? No, I said it does not. Oh. I don't think it does at all. It comes from something else. But I was watching a tiktok <laughs> no that I does not sound like you. i know it just had a little had a little minute and um someone was making a comparison between the 12 tribes of israel and is that what that is 12 tribes of israel yes and the zodiac like they had some pretty interesting comparisons hmm and there's 12 apostles. I'm just saying. 12 is a big number. It is. It is. Or if you're Chinese, it's 10 plus 2. What? There's no word for 12. Yeah. And, you know, I was reading, um, that is right, in Gladwell's book on success, what's that called? Outliers. Mm-hmm. That is one um, thing that he attributes to students, like Asian students learning um, like how the younger students will learn math. Like if you take their them learning math, like counting to American students, it's because we have to our our children learn entirely new numbers, like yeah, eleven. Whereas you automatically just like you said, ten plus two, yeah, 
Yep. There's a chapter on that. I can't remember what it's called. But he has a lot of, uh, the whole premise of the book is like, that's where the 10,000 hour rule comes from. Uh, I feel like the book's split in half, really. What do you mean? Like half of it is nobody self-made. Right. And then he gives the, for successful people, some of the things that make them, like the 10,000 hour rule. Yeah. Um, Culture, like where you're from. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite chapters is the Harlan, Kentucky chapter. Right. Um, But I can't remember. After that chapter, it is two parts. You're right. And after that Harlan, Kentucky, I can't remember everything. There's there's an airport airplane chapter. It's been a while since I read Um, it. I've read it a couple times. Yeah. I used to have students read it. I may put that back in the rotation. Some people don't agree with it, but. He, I guess he himself, Gladwell himself is a little, he prompts a little controversy when he writes things because he does try to take like a different angle. I've always wanted to read, I've heard his TED talk on the um, David versus Goliath theory that like he wasn't, like it wasn't such a big deal that David took out Goliath because Goliath was probably like. Um, blind or because he was of the giant stature, he right. had health issues going right. into it. Yeah, yeah, it's been awesome to heard that too. But that was an interesting. I used to do that with like multi perspectives of things because that's what Gladwell's whole uh shtick is. I think is taking like a unique angle to something and presenting it otherwise because the the idea of like you like people are successful because they're born successful. He wanted to go, nope. No, that's, not, that's not true. <laughs> and so he wanted to like break that. If, one of the examples is if um, Bill Gates hadn't lived. Where he in, lived. Where he lived, had access to a computer, mm-hmm. all that, then it, he, you know, we his wouldn't life have, wouldn't have turned out the same. Who's to say, though? Who's to say? Um. Do you think in 2012 we all like went through the Matrix glitch and we're like living in a different, like when the world was supposed to end and like we're living on some like other plane of existence? I'm not, the Matrix didn't sell me on like, I just don't see that, that theory of we're living in a simulation. Yeah. Like if we're living in a simulation, it's some bullshit that we get sick. (laughs) right like yeah. it's bullshit that we feel right. pain like no right. you're supposed to feel that we want the uh we want the upgrade on that simulation please. yeah <laughs> we need the patch notes for the new <laughs> version 2.0 or whatever but there's a new be coming out oh is there and then i don't know how what else is there were to, you a matrix fan i've you saw you were with me the first time i watched the movie yeah so the matrix like a year itself, ago the first one is amazing the two following it are, I can't, I like weird shit and I just can't, I can't be bothered to watch that dumb shit. So what's this fourth one? The fourth one is they cut like, I don't want to go through the whole, but so in the beginning it's the machines versus humans. Like the machines mm. have the humans, they're feeding off of us, but we're basically imprisoned and live in the world we live in now is just a simulation and Neo goes in, goes into the matrix mm-hmm. and like learns that it's the machines and he battles. But I don't uh, know if there's anything Agent else. Smith or whatever his name is, who ends up being a, a target for the machines too. Cause he's getting too powerful. He's like a virus yeah. and they all die in the end basically. 
but now Neo's back, and uh, I don't know. Like, some things you just got to let die. Some things you got to, like... It's over. It's time to let it go. So, a a new reboot. Mm -hmm. One, I'm down for it. One, not so much, is The Wonder Years is coming back. Love it. Um, God, I'd loved that show. But in the same time period, so I ain't, like... What do you mean? Like, in the 70s. Oh, 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 okay. I didn't know what you meant by that. For us, it would... At least put in the eighties. You went in eighties, nineties. Yeah. yeah oh 90s. my god. But you, you've got the Goldbergs that kind of does that. Yeah, I like the Goldbergs. It does a good job of. There's a few things on there. It's a little more, eight like they're teenagers in the eighties where we were kids in the eighties. Right. Um. But there's a few things that definitely overlap and and work. He was just a little bit older than us, probably about a few years. Yeah. Um, and then the reboot of that seventy show, which is going to be that nineties show. With a with some of the remaining cast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is is that the spinoff I read about? Yeah. Is George, uh, George, George, not George, Red Foreman and yeah. Kitty? Will they be in it? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I don't know. It's are a thing. Well, the yeah, the nineties, the seventies. For the like our parents I, I watching mean, the Wonder Years or even like Days to Confuse, which it was just like it was a nineties movie written, you know, in yeah. the seventies. I loved Days and Confused. I watched it all the time. So but just to, like to think if we look twenty years back. <laughs> shit. That was the nineties. No, it was two thousand one. It oh. wasn't even the nineties. Oh god. It was the two thousands. <laughs> shit. Make you feel old. I feel super old. Like at forty one said this many times and maybe maybe i have no chance of becoming mature maybe that's not a thing maybe <laughs> i never mature in my life what do you think that you mature yeah i mean no. is it a possibility that i one day wake up and be like oh i'm gonna have some avocado toast and read the times <laughs> abby fetch me my tea fetch, no I, yeah i don't negative but i don't want i don't want to mature so in class, I assigned this this thing um, in AP. We work on rhetorical analysis, and right, it's a little like you read something and you you talk about like what did the writer do, like technique wise, strategy wise, to appeal to the audience. So we had been doing these just a lot of heavy conversation about the AP test and how do you write for the AP test, and I was like, you know what, I want to freshen it up and do something like. Let's do a real world. So we read a lady watched the Muppet movie because it like oh had a God. it had like a twenty year redo or something or forty year I don't know, and so she watched I don't know how like long. the original yeah so she watched the original and she did a rhetorical analysis of the music in it and talked about how like the music is meant to like engage kids in music and and it was a really well written piece so i said okay so your job now is to go and find something nostalgic from your childhood oh i know where this is going and do a rhetorical analysis of that i mean the nostalgia of the lego movie (laughs) screw you (laughs) kids that's not nostalgic hey yeah it (laughs) was inside out one girl that was the first movie she you know, it was a big deal to her because she saw it in the theater. Because I, I told them they had to like embed a little bit of like narrative backstory right. before Why? they got into the rhetorical right. analysis. And I read that and I thought, 
how the how old are these kids? And it hits me every now and then. I'm like, I guess they that could very well have been the first movie, depending on how you old. Gotta think their age and Charlie's age is not that different, anymore. right? So I'm starting to hit that realization too that these like I have to watch what I say. These kids are her age. So yeah, I read a lot about that. Um, one girl read the Hunger Games when she was a third grader. She wrote about that experience. How uh, old were you when you read the Hunger Games? I mean, in your in, late twenties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Mano. Maybe thirties. Thirties. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it was a really funny experience for me to listen, and then video games that were nostalgic to them. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's a uh, that's the Wii was nostalgic. <laughs> like, uh, we were grown as adults, and we bought the Wii. Yeah. But it's just so weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. So the 90s, I'm loving all the 90s trends. Like there are girls that straight up look right out of um, my so-called life. You know? Of all the things to pick. That's God. Pick. You, I mean, that was a very distinct like fashion. What do you uh, want me to say? Like Daria? Uh, that's, even, that's a cartoon <laughs> though. I loved it. Did you, did you, that's a part of MTV that like I still remember. Yeah, Daria, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Did you maybe. watch my so-called life? Yeah, loved it. It was so edgy. <laughs> yeah, there was a gay person on it. Yeah, it was and just so edgy. Like, oh my god! And they had such like, and somebody I think had alcoholism. Yeah, was an alcoholic. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is real life. Is this yeah. what high school was supposed to be like? Because <laughs> we're all gonna be in rehab. Hmm. Wait till these girls wear their uh, boot cut jeans that are dragging the floor. Bitches, they're going to get really wet and <laughs> and, and raveled, and they're going to ravel in the winter. Good luck. That's all I'm telling you. It. I don't know. I so. I, I'd be down to check out both these new shows, but again, I think we talked with Jason about that. Well, we just don't watch TV. Mm-mm. Like even it's gotten progressively less and less and less. One because. Like when we we're in our bedroom right now, so if we're in our bedroom, like it's hard to have just alone time in here. Well, yeah. Also, the television that is in our bedroom requires a remote control to operate it. We can't use our phone, and we, and we can't find it. Well, I see part of it in the floor right now, but like to have a to have three things: batteries. You have to have the batteries, the remote, the TV. All those things have to be aligned, <laughs> and it just Which, never happens. Yeah. That Not never that happens. we ever really watched a lot of TV in here. We would before we go to bed, but guaranteed, turn the TV on, turn the lights out. Abby's asleep in six minutes. That's not true. That don't do you think lie. To other the people. people lose remotes and batteries as much as we do. I think that maybe the remotes are more important to them than what, like it's just not on our priority list. Priority list. Like I just want to know if other people have clutter the way that we have clutter. Like I'm sure and lose stuff, and your kids just like haphazardly throw things everywhere. Uh, I mean, we're not special. <laughs> but we're filthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, last week, if you recall, if you've not, go back and listen to Character Flaws with our good friend and legal advisor, Jason Ellis. It was so fun. I would like to do another podcast with our friends. I really yeah. liked talking to Jason. There's, And I thought of a thousand things I wanted to ask him afterward. <laughs> well, well, remember them because we think of a thousand things we want to talk about here and never, never makes it to air. But <clears throat> I surprised Abby. 
Well, hang on. Talk about the talk about the episode oh, a little bit. I got tag teamed about my filth and tag team back again. And we mentioned a scoreboard. If we had a scoreboard of who did what. But Gary and I have made a conscious effort to not keep score right. in our marriage because sometimes our conversations get really bogged down with Because I'm competitive and she's not. <laughs> and I will Well, no, but I think too it's not healthy in our relationship for us to constantly think, like keep score of like I don't think it's healthy for anybody's relationship. Right. <laughs> for us to go, Well, I just did that, you have to do this now. That everything has yeah. to be a like we should just do things because We're a they're better for us. Scale of <laughs> we should just help each other. Yeah. Not, not I'm doing this now. You have to do that, or I did this and it's I rarely better than ask you. For help though, so just know that. Okay. Unless it's fine and stuff. <laughs> okay. Have you seen my belt? You yes, my belt? I you have. Seen? I handed it to you, it and you threatened floor. me. Abby threatens to punch me in the mouth, dead <laughs> straight on. Assuming that I'm going to take that belt and maybe slap her on the ass with it. I knew you would. No. And I just said I wasn't in the mood for it. And I just said I want to walk by you. I want to walk in this space by you without you touching me. No, 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 no. You didn't specifically say touch. Specifically. You said hit you with the belt. But you couldn't do it. I didn't hit you with the belt. But you had to take your hand out and, and touch me. Listen, you got that beautiful round no, peach on that backside. No, it's I've got to touch it every time you walk defiant around. thing in you that you have to... You walked by me the next time I didn't touch you. Because I said, I am now going to walk by you. And I bet you cannot do that. Just stand there. Like, I had to challenge you. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm missing in life. Like, it's there is something about you that, like, you cannot just submit to something like that's why i'll repent on my deathbed that's like you and charlie 95 percent of your fight is your inability to submit the conversation and guess what her 95 percent of my dealings with her is her inability to submit and just it sounds like you need to submit more no i (laughs) (laughs) it (laughs) anyway i take off work unbeknownst to me unbeknownst to abby it's, it's, and it's a day, I mean, my Thursdays suck. Uh, they don't suck, but like they... They're fractured. Yeah, it's like uh, our whole routine's off. But, so I decide, I'm just going to come back home. I'm going to take Harlan to school. I took him to therapy, took him to school, came back home. And I just start cleaning. Was that like in your head that was a plan or it just happened? That No, I had no intentions when I woke up that morning, that's what I was going to do. Oh. It just kind of hit me. Because you said you wanted to clean. You have had a very stressful couple of weeks. You've had expectations to do things that you've not been able to do. Mm-hmm. And being a good husband. I really appreciated it. Because that, in my head, I thought. And, it, and you're on break now. So it gave us, like, we want to obviously do things. Um, no, Now, listen. This house still needs to be cleaned in certain parts. But... How dirty was it? What you cleaned? I didn't have a problem. There's uh, just trash. I picked up trash. And but it was a lot. It wasn't a lot. I managed to watch two Harry Potter movies. <laughs> the more adult ones. Just because I've seen them and I, I could like I could go back and forth. I was super that. grateful though because my plan in my head to to catch myself up to where I needed just to be at like zero at neutral was to stay up and clean Thursday night, uh, get up yeah, early, actually. early, 
Friday morning and get to school because Harlan had his thing. I was going to leave Charlie wherever Charlie was. And, but it allowed me to, it all worked out to rest a little bit Thursday and talk but to a friend. And one thing on a serious note is as our time becomes very cluttered, like with activities for both kids, Abby has school and then her, her own assignments that she has to do. I have mine. I'm on fall break this week. <laughs> I was thought about going to Panama city or <laughs> Vegas or somewhere. That's spring break. It's, I, it breaks a break. All right. <laughs> um, but we've been trying to make time for each other. Like yep. at least once a week, we'll go out to dinner, just her and I. Mm-hmm. And it's the best. It, other than this hour that we get, it's hard. And like we're recording early tonight, so because our butthole kid finally fell asleep, or he fell asleep early. So there's no chance he sleeps through the night. I'm banking. I'm hoping. I'm praying. He said zero melatonin. <laughs> he just melted big time. We did really good. He, so Gary and I have been saying go cats today. It's when we're recording this. This is Catterday. Um, it, it did not go well for the cats. Go well. Um, oh, what do I do with my my shirt? I. I it's done. It's the, so I I don't wear it anymore. No. Okay. You've had your run. So, Harlan heard us saying go cats and let's go cats and heard. Let's go see Let's cats. Go look at cats. Let's go see cats. Mommy's car. So I just put him in the car and we went driving. Just because I don't know. I didn't know what else to do. So I took him to Dollar Tree. He definitely looked for cats and cats. Meow. Cats. We did not find any cats. No cats. I tried like black cats like for Halloween. Yeah. Not interested. Um. So then we. I, that was in the cart. We did that. So I tested him walking. Through the dollar store. He did okay. He did okay. Like he didn't, he kind of listened and stopped and he's getting, he's getting much better at that. Like he doesn't run off. Took him to school to grab something. We did amazing until right before we got to the uh, car and he just like, if there's a video, a security video, I'm chasing and like restrain holding our son in the lobby of MCHS. (laughs) Um, oh, trying to get him to the car. I'd like to get a copy of that. <laughs> it was, I think we left like a toy or something behind because I was like, nope, nope, not not getting it. But he just he wants to run. He loves running, and I don't know what it is. The big open <laughs> Let's space. Let's be honest. Little chubby fella don't like <laughs> to run too much. <laughs> he wanted to run. And he just wanted to take off. I don't know what he thought he saw, but he was ready to go and cried school uh, school <laughs> all the way yeah. home. We've been really and this, I think for. Every individual listen to this. A good routine mm. is life changing, and what we're finding is that forty years into this <laughs> experiment of Harlan, <laughs> turns out he thrives on routine. Thrives, loves it. Like guaranteed, can go to bed if we're like it's dinner. Goes to bed, wakes up, is and like the you know the Thursday I stayed home was a little rough because he was off his routine so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're working on that. We are, we're getting better. So hopefully that will help us in other aspects like potty training and stuff. But or, or getting our own shit together. <laughs> also us. Yeah, I'm struggling with routine because I definitely want to get up in the mornings and work out. Right. Right. But inevitably, either he wakes up, or you don't wake up, or I have like a really bad night of sleep or something, and uh, 
I can't like I can't get up or I've got sounds like excuses. To well, me. or I wake up at and I've got a choice either go work out or I can take or he has slept and I need to take that hour or two hours and do something for school. So I can't get that. I can't get that over that. Hill. You sleep when he sleeps. That's what we've been told since the very first kid was born. I, it's hard. It's I, I hear that. He does go to bed at seven thirty. So <laughs> I know. plan accordingly. That's, I, I mean, I, I'm, it's not like I'm staying up super late. It's it's the middle of the night. It's the waking up for me in the middle of the night that bothers me. And that, I only wake up to pee just because I'm turning into an old man. <laughs> you do pee a lot at night. Meanwhile, I am um, doing back stretches now every morning because I've thrown Jeez. out my back. I, I made a serious gesture about looking for a handicap accessible van. Shut up. I mean, it... I, I was so mad because when I was like, it never fails though. She wants to do something. Her back goes out. She twists an ankle. Okay. That's never happened that it's prevented me from doing things, but my back legit has gone out. I was like, it's time to clean. Let's go. And I woke up and I'm like, I, I now cannot move. Sound like, <laughs> and, and I have to spend, apparently like, I got up this morning. <laughs> no, this was yesterday morning, well, whatever. And Abby's like, <laughs> I, I have, first of all, I have no recollection of this. <laughs> I must have heard some commotion and zombified walked out. I went to, I got up and had to go to the bathroom. So I went to the other bathroom. Harlan chased me in there from our bed, crying at 2 a.m. in the morning. We fall asleep on the couch. I hear Harlan get up and he's in the bathroom. I, in my head, I think he's going to the bathroom. I just hear a lot of noise in our bathroom. So I jump up off the couch at 7 a.m., I have hurt my back, so I can't fully stand up. So I am like hunched over, like an like totally in an L shape, wobbling my way to the bathroom. And you're like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Harlan's up. I gotta go." He's. You're like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "My back is freaking out right now." And you're like, "Huh?" And you just walk off. Doesn't sound like me, but. <laughs> Like I was in pain. Can't I was be like accountable for what I do in my sleep. Thanks, man. Thanks for it. It was seven, seven o'clock. What do you mean? Doing PM? Your... AM. Well, that's not like that <laughs> that's I'm usually I've got so much accomplished by seven AM. <laughs> that's where you need to mature, old man. <laughs> oh Gary is the only human being that can get Eight to nine hours sleep, be like, gosh, I'm just sleeping good. I'm like, I would kill somebody for eight or nine hours sleep. I don't, don't you don't want my curses on you? <laughs> What's your curse? I mean, to sleep like that and not have good sleep. <laughs> oh, okay, got it, got it. We're gonna we'll put you on the prayer chain. <laughs> <laughs> I'd appreciate it. Okay, <laughs> say a little prayer for me. <laughs> um, shout out time yes and we got a very nice email from a oh. former student casey who, casey that you listen because of her but <laughs> it, it's okay that you listen for me <laughs> i know i'm the one that makes you laugh <laughs> it just could not have hit at a better time just to be fair and abby won't tell you guys this she gets these all the time no, I not not about listening to the podcast, but just hey, you were my favorite teacher. Hey, you changed my life. Hey, you owe me fifty bucks, well, something <laughs> like that. I don't owe anybody money. 
that so. I know of. <laughs> Unless there's been like a fundraiser and I didn't pay you and I'm sorry. <laughs> the check's in the mail, FFA. <laughs> Somebody, I'm sure. Yeah. I bought a candle or something. No, I, it was just a super sweet, like, I just go through these moments where I feel like I am screwing it all up and I'm not doing a good job. And What's that a- like? Because I never have that feeling. <laughs> Honestly. Are you serious? I'm seriously. Sometimes in parenting, but that's very rarely too. But like I don't ever really reflect on stuff like that. At I, all. I don't no, I just don't feel there's so many aspects of my life where I can be self deprecating. Well some, and that's a, that's choose. different. Like self deprecation and then um gosh, I just had this conversation. Somebody mentioned this Jesse mentioned this just the other day. Like being vulnerable or, you know, understanding and, and, and reflective and then self-deprecating, I think are, that's a slippery slope. But um, I just. I generally feel confidence. I don't. And I don't. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. Like. My one big giant problem that I'm working through right now is understanding like where my expectations are. Mm-hmm. And oh, you're digging into this into counseling. Yes. And not to put your business out. <laughs> it's fine. Um, where my expectations are and then where reality is and managing the ability to understand like things that I expect. Like one huge problem I've had the past few weeks is I had expected to get something done. So I can should myself to death. Like shoulda, woulda, coulda. I should be doing this. I should have done that. And so I will get to the end of, you know, Sunday night and be like, oh, my God, I should have, like, constantly. Um, And and in the classroom, I do the same thing. Like, I should be better at this. Like, I've been teaching for 17 years. I should do this. I should do that. But, uh, you know, I. What what would uh, invoke that confidence? I don't know. I don't. I I think just keeping. I think you have evidence of. Your, um, like the, the, that you're doing good. Yeah, I, but I think you ignore those. I think those. Are, I don't think those I ignore them. Like aren't as loud because you know, you know the message like Casey Casey's sent. Email, like yeah. the the message she sent. What I truly value that, um, especially coming from you know such an amazing student and writer and thinker, <sighs> and knowing it's not just. You what know. you really are? You just saying? Yeah, no, I'm. Saying. I'm dead serious. Like I believe, her, Casey. Kid. I think you. Um, you've done well. <laughs> you went to Eastern though, so that's. Not <laughs> um, so I, you know, I'm trying to be more mindful of those moments, and but also letting like confidence in myself, knowing that you are doing the right thing, and you know something that the therapist said is like, hey, uh, the kids don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they don't know. Um, their students don't know. Don't what know you to do. Like that, I expect this X, Y, and Z to happen. They don't know. So, you know, I don't think we knew what our teachers were supposed to be teaching us. But um, I, I don't know. I'm trying to. I feel like I know what my college teachers are <laughs> think they're doing. I'm just trying to level that out a little bit, especially as a mom. You know what I should be doing as a mom. What I am doing as a mom, it is enough. Right. And, you know, I say that and I tell people that and I try to remind others of that, but it's giving myself that grace 
and having that, I don't know if I need confidence so much as, I don't know what it would be. It's not. How about a little chill? <laughs> you need a little chill is what you need. Um, I think it's good to feel my feelings and I don't want to like ignore, I don't want to numb them. Like chill feels like numbing that or like ignoring it. But maybe just turning the volume of that down a little bit. Okay. Okay. I hear what you're saying. So working on validation and like validating how I feel, acknowledging it and not being ju- non being non-judgmental about it, like this is how I feel about this moment right mm-hmm. now. Here and just being very realistic um about what is going on and not projecting a lot of other things to it. Value to everything that I do. Which is really hard being just a feeling person where everything is a an emotion, a feeling. And I put a lot of... That's why of, we're so different. Yeah, it is. And I think it helps. It helps to have me. Well, it, it, it helps you have me. If we me. were both like you, it would be like, fuck. <laughs> if we were both like you, it would be a mess. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Both like me, be like, ah, this house, listen. And not just about that. I, you know, the house thing is not an expectation thing. It is literally an anxiety thing for me. Yeah. Um, clean surfaces make me feel better about things. It is just a visual um, mindset. So I am not like an OCD person. I don't have to have that. Uh, you don't think so? No. Uh-uh. No, it is. It's completely like I like to see a clean surface because... Um, again, it's like regulating me back to, um, this place of being productive and I like clean slates. So that's not, I feel like every morning I wake up as a clean slate, (laughs) no matter where it is, what's going on. You can like you, you can just turn everything else off. I wake up and I've already thought through 97 things. I'm glad I don't have that. I've guilted myself into like I've done something wrong by the time I wake up. I've already overslept five minutes. If I didn't, if I went to the gym, I didn't do this other thing. Like there's no just waking up and being. (laughs) Whereas you can wake up and just exist. I just exist regardless. (laughs) (laughs) I all that to say, thanks, Casey. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was precious. also thank, thank you. you to Charlie's teacher. No, we said we wouldn't talk about this. No, I'm just oh, no. just she probably ruined Charlie's childhood. <laughs> it does not, does not. Their whole class knows now. Yeah, this is well. You guys, I mentioned um, Charlie needs a sponsorship for her swim team. And, you know, we talked about being the podcast being a sponsor. And she was like, but not enough to like put your names on the shirt. <laughs> I was like, oh no, enough to put our names Title on the shirt. <laughs> We're going to do a podcast with the whole swim team. <laughs> so it is like we're getting to this point of. Were you, like, I've, I don't know. I, first of all, I rarely get embarrassed. <laughs> Really? Ever? I mean, you've seen me. <laughs> I mean, I shit my pants <laughs> and just played it off. <laughs> feel like it's gonna happen to everybody at some point. Are you talking about in New Hampshire? Yeah. No embarrassment. <laughs> Somebody else did my dirty laundry, and I <laughs> looked around and I said, "Thank you." Did they really? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my it's a true god. Story. So yeah, it's hard. Like, 
I own up to my shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you don't always own up to your shit, but but when it comes to embarrassing moments, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, that's a really deep place. I'm not ready to go into it. When we talk about like parents and embarrassment. Uh, yeah, even like. I'm not ready to go there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different issue and story. But socially, like the way we act in public around our kids. I, first of all, I don't think Harlan cares yet. At no, all. I breathe and I'm embarrassing Charlie. So yeah. I can't get places early enough and I can't get them there late enough. Can't um, be late. Can't be too early. We are fighting again. I've mentioned this like the radio thing. We're still fighting over. And I'm like, nope, you're not touching it. We went over that again. Um, I think we walked about 20 feet apart from each other at court day today. Oh, yes, because now is the season, right? This is the... Today, it summoned the fall. Like, woke up and it was a little chilly. First off, can we talk about how I woke up? I don't remember how you woke up. Do you not remember this? At 3 a.m. this morning, I rolled over and Charlie was standing and staring at me. (laughs) Yes, I do remember And I gasped for breath and I was like, <gasps> "Be glad you don't keep a gun by the bed." <laughs> she would have been shot. I didn't know. I I thought I was going to come up swinging. I don't know what happened. In two seconds, my thought was, "What is she doing in here?" She's a ghost. I didn't think she was home for like two seconds. In my head, she was spending the night with Livy. Still, it was that night. <laughs> I mixed up nights. Why was she here? And what was happening? Is our house on fire? She alerted me to the fact that it was precipitating outside. There is. It's raining and the wind is blowing. Thanks. Thanks, Bill Mack. Um, go to bed. <laughs> Unless there is literal tornadoes tearing through our house, I don't care. I just thought you'd like to know. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> I'm good. Well, it just sounds really windy out there. Go to bed. I told her, no more. House has to be on fire. You need to be bleeding. There has to be actual trees falling into our home before you wake me up like that again. That was terrifying terrifying <laughs> oh it, i think you left the bed at that point maybe or did i leave the uh, bed somebody somebody left i don't know but oh so yeah crisp fall morning but it's it's we live in mount starling obviously mm-hmm. and it's court days is it court day or court days i mean it's multiple days so i know but days. i think it just used to be one day i mean it goes the court day festival tradition okay but it's like Kroger and Kroger's uh, Walmart's <laughs> my, my. hundreds. It draws hundreds of people. That's what the news <laughs> it draws hundreds of people. So we, we were talking earlier and we growing up. I don't know that we ever really partook in court days. I didn't know. It I, existed. I do remember going to Fleming County for their court days once, which I don't even think they still have, but, and, and it was the traditional selling dogs, Guns, like that's what I remember most. Mm-hmm. Like a big outdoor flea market, but now it's become so like so much counterfeit name brand stuff and food, basically. Yeah, you can still find the guns, and I don't think you can find the dogs here. You may have to go to Preston for there. Yeah, I think that's. I don't. There were no animals. It was. Um, we, we just haven't got any reports from Preston though. Have th- you? No, I was listening in on someone's conversation today. Um, Abby was out amongst the people when I went to. We just we parked cars this morning 
Charlie wanted donuts. There's a little mini donut place set up. Solid. They, they, they weren't really donuts, though. I mean, they were really, they were donut hole. Well, I don't there know. were mini donuts. Yeah, miniature it, donuts. It was just fried dough. Yeah. Like, there was no, nothing. It tasted like little tiny funnel cakes. Funnel without, cakes. Yeah. But, so I got Garrett, being a donut lover, I got him some. Um, I brought him to the house. For the that, record, if you're listening, I'm a cake donut guy. I thought these were cakey. They looked cakey. They did in no way, shape, or form look cakey. Cake looks like cake. <laughs> they looked cakey with toppings, so whatever. Um, they had a glaze on them. So we, I, I, I went straight in to get the donuts. I really have been wanting a candle, a fall candle. It just, I feel like my house is cleaner. It's good candle burning. It smells cleaner. Yeah. So that used to be Gary's go-to move, cleaning. He'd light a candle. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard someone talking about Preston, that it was a big muddy mess. So oh, Preston is one way in, one way out. Like it's a the road. There's only one road. There's well, we've, not. We've been there a couple times. Like yeah, twice. Yeah, literally. only been twice. Um, Charlie was a baby the first time we went. Yeah, I don't know. Did we take her with us? No, my sister watched. Remember, we bought yeah. her a little UK dress. Oh. like a little pill. It was a pillowcase dress. Yeah. But we, uh, it, it's muddy and gross and stuff right now. That was the only report I'd heard from it, and there wasn't a lot there. Um, but at Mount Sterling, there it didn't feel, you know, packed. You know how there's like booth upon booth. And, and Saturday's and, usually the day. But like, this was still early, and it was the weather was kind of yeah. crappy this like, morning. You know, it's court days when you turn off your Wi-Fi and you have you get no reception. <laughs> yeah, You're like oh fuck everybody. Yeah. But so growing up, we had. The hardwood and harvest festivals. Yep. And I, I exposed Abby for her pageantry. <laughs> I've been in a couple of beauty pageants. Little Miss. I don't know if I meant to ask my Aunt Kathy. I don't know if I was Little Miss Harvest Festival or Little Miss Hardwood Festival. It was the one out at. Which, whichever um, was more prestigious, that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> there was one on the JC farm. I did one there. Um, you sure that wasn't for the county fair? Because no. that's where they had the county fair at. No, it was that was the harvest festival. I don't. It may have been. I didn't win that one. Um, and then there was but one. Then you came back strong. Came back strong to the one at um, Trademore. Yeah, and I won. I was in kindergarten when I won that. Nineteen eighty six. I wish we still had your sash. I still wish I had that little purple dress. It was so fancy. It was so fancy. But that, you know, growing up, I have distinct fond memories of that time. Mm-hmm. Of, and I th- they kind of dissipate after the eighth grade. But it feels like it lasted forever. Like, yeah. I guess that's how kids feel about court day is days and days and days with your friends and hours and hours. And yeah. And you're, you just I mean, feel like you're there forever. Like we let Charlie go Friday, hang out. By herself with a friend. Yeah. And, um, you know, she bought stupid stuff. So she yeah, bought a mushroom. It, just a mushroom. That's all it was. Was like a porcelain mushroom. Um, yeah, she's really into the mushrooms. Looks like Toad from <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. I, yeah I, all the crafty things that were at the Harvest Festival and... Mm-hmm. That's back when, like, the geese. I remember my mom, Connie, you'll have to back me up on this. She made, like, ceramic pies and sold them there. Yeah, yeah. This was a thing. Pe- yeah. Like, like food. Making food look like... Like fake food. Fake food. Yeah. That was a thing. I remember that. Um, Did you? Just, I remember, like, 
beds on wheels being raced on the back street. Yep. There was something downtown. I did like a like a egg where you like put an egg on a spoon and did a race. I did that yeah, one time. I mean, it was, but I, I don't know if it's for lack of support from like the powers that be or just I don't feel I. I don't know. I remember this one roller coaster downtown that took you straight up. Like the cart went straight up and down. You were completely vertical. And then it got to the top and then you rolled down like a spiral and came around. And I was terrified of that. Did you ride it? Oh, yeah. A couple times. But I just remember being terrified of. Listen, I don't know about. But looking back, the ride itself wasn't scary other than the fact it was like. A fair ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when you're young, you don't have any fear. Oh, I did. Like, when I went... <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> that's, you know, that's one of the things, like, when me and Charlie went on vacation this year, all these kids are, like, super excited to get on these roller coasters. I'm like, are you not scared to die? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay. We went to Nashville when I was younger, and we went to the Opryland. Um, my nanny and uh, Foley who has since passed, Carla Foley, got married in Gatlinburg at like a feed store. Mm-hmm. And we were there. And I remember we went to Opryland one day and stood in line forever and ever for this you ride. You mean Dollywood? No, Opryland. There was an Opryland. Well, Nashville and Gatlinburg are pretty far away from each other. I'm telling you, we went to a theme park and it was Opryland. Okay. And there were rods. The, okay. If you're in Gatlinburg, you're right at Dollywood, but go ahead. Well, I'm just telling you we weren't at Dollywood. I heard you. Go ahead. We could have dropped. I'm calling my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Teresa, where were we at? (laughs) I know that's where we were. Damn it. Uh, Listen, you are many times wrong about your memories. Uh, Well, anyway. Anyway, We stood in line for a rod forever and ever and ever and got up to it and I was like, Nope, I'm not doing it. And we just walked on through, and I remember my parents being pissed. Oh, yeah. But the more I got there, I was like, I mean, I was young. Yeah. Opryland, USA, a theme park in Nashville, Tennessee. Suck my boob. So look at now, Google Nashville to Gatlinburg. I'm just, it, I know, but I'm just telling you, we drove. I don't feel like you would have, but okay. I don't know where. I just know they got married at a feed store. Maybe it wasn't Gatlinburg. But they got married at a feed store somewhere. We tune in the next episode. We'll have a we'll have a clarification. Oh, that's my nanny. But <clears throat> questioning me. But now, so we we but we we both said we didn't do court days growing up. Of course, Mount Sterling seems so far away when you're young. Yeah, <laughs> like a man, Mount Sterling shit. What was that? That's forever. Um, but so I started coming to court days with work. Probably 2003, 2004. And I would have been teaching then. I'd yeah. just start teaching. Yeah. And so my, I had like, I got to pull right up and park. And like, you know, like it wasn't, I would take a break and we could just go walk through the crowd. And fun trivia fact about Gary Thomas, I didn't start my nasty, my addiction to smokeless tobacco. Until I went to court day. Because it was free. It was free. There's that booth. down. There was a booth over by Downtown Athletic Club-ish. Mm-hmm. There 
where's that lottery? And there's always a lottery there's ticket booth. Lot, yeah, there's, I mean, the lottery's always. I think lottery comes like first Friday too. I've not seen them. Oh my gosh, Wabash Cannonball! That's the ride that I freaked on. Right there it is. Right there it is. I'm just telling you. <laughs> um, but so we took Harlan to his first court day and put him in the mullet contest. We. I mean, he, lost. I, I, he did lose. We were not ready. We were not prepared. Well, we did not all, understand his, the assignment. His hair had only been growing for like 18 months at the time. So cute. His little curls. And then Gary cut them all off in the pandemic. I did. They, they did not come back. No, he does have really thick hair though. But I don't know. It's just that this time of year, I love fall and I love the festival season, but I'll it's more of a nostalgic thing than it is actually going and doing it. Yeah. There's a lot of people from here that all leave town well, sure. during I'm sure it's like day. a huge annoyance. Like I, I, this morning I was like, fuck, I want to go to the gym, but I'd have to walk there. And I don't know. I remember I did that a couple of years ago. I walked to the gym during court day and like people were sleeping in their booths and stuff. It was so I did that weird. once. I got there at like 6am and it was dark and, People I was the- legitimately scared. It was so dark, and the tents make it look super scary downtown mm-hmm. because it transforms. Spooky. spooky. It transforms the way it looks, and I was like, I don't know if I want to go this early again. I remember they were charging people five bucks to come in and piss. Yes. <laughs> what the people that's paying crazy. to do? Like, Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. But you got to think it's clean, it's warm, it's no. all that. I wouldn't just... And, you know, when you have kids, the thing like taking kids out in public, like finding that bathroom, because you can't, you can't double up inside of a porta potty. Porta potty. Like, yeah. that's so frustrating. I hate porta potties. And then, but they put them all in a row. I don't know. Tell us what you guys think if you like these little <laughs> festivals. But th- it just didn't feel super busy. Granted, you know, it was early. But we are, we'll update you next week. We're going to go hit it with the Thomas Foursome. Are we taking Harlan? Yeah. How? We what are we going to put him in? We're, he's going to walk. Oh, you're going to carry him when he stoves up and wants to. Maybe we'll take turns going down there. <laughs> I don't know. But can we just go without the kids? We're just going. Yeah, okay. we're just going to go get food. That's all. That's really that, all that's I want. All, like, yeah. You, you got to get your corn. We got to get a. I didn't see the corn out anywhere. Which I just did the main strip really fast. Um, I have a former student. Uh, who has a truck down there. A food truck? Yes. And he's actually, um, he's trying to get his own food truck going. So I don't know, like, the situation, like, whose food truck he has right now, but um, that's what his money is going towards. So I really I really do want to hit that up just to get something uh, to support that because I think that's so cool to yeah. to get that. And every, everything's a charity. So everybody's selling to raise money for something. So we might set up a booth next year and do a live podcast from <laughs> the broadcasting on Facebook all day long. The uh, the hard part for me is students have every class. They're right beside each other. They're all in front of the health department. They they have they sell LA, LA, LA and water. So I usually give to the seniors first because they are the ones that their yeah. money is most immediately spent. But it's crazy we and we have entered the age where we now park cars like charlie's involved in things that require us to participate like i've never parked cars at court day before right we did that this morning it was painless we did it with church and 
a uh, great location and yeah for for, and you know, cheap, for five like for five dollars yeah. yeah i can remember though working the command post at court day and people would come in so pissed because their cars would get towed because they've, par- they've, they've parked in the wrong spot parked at somebody's house they parked at the at the post office or something that's um the post office our students various athletes are using that one right now to park cars I think we were cheaper than them. I think your brother got his car towed one year. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I forgot about that. Was that for that? Was that court day? Yeah. Forgot about that. I don't know where they parked, but. So, we earlier in the episode, we talked about like redos and remakes, and I forgot one. I wanted to bring it up. I don't know. And I don't. Oh, about television it. shows? Well, this is a movie, and I don't know if you've heard about this or not. Okay. A complete um, updated version. Only on Disney Plus. Okay. Of one of the holiday classics. Which is it? Home Alone. No. And it's a British family. No. Hard no. But. Do not approve. I read a comment and it made sense to me. What? If the person said at first I was completely against this, but I remember how funny it was for me as a kid and I think it would be awesome for my child to see it in an updated version. I don't believe anything can happen because we have cell phones now. What's the premise? Same premise. How? Listen, I don't know. With Wi-Fi, technology. Listen, I don't know. I've not seen it. It's not come out yet. They're going to have to get super creative. Like, they need to, like, like, I need to see the Wi-Fi tower go down in this. I don't know. Uh, Interesting. um, Oh, the, the bad guys... I forget who the it's a male and a female and the female is, um, oh my god, from the office, Angela. No, 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 no. Uh, Meredith. No, the receptionist at the end. Oh, um, crap! I just er, er, she was Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, her. Okay. What is her name? Her name changes because it's originally Kelly, and they have to change it to. I don't know. What is wrong with us? I feel so disappointed. Aaron. Aaron yeah. Sorry. That was... It was. Okay. See, this can't, like, because a kid walking down the street on their own, instant red flag. That's, like, I'm you can't just, do that listen, anymore. I'm just telling you. Just I'm just be telling open-minded. you. Be open-minded. Be open-minded, okay? I don't approve. Before that comes out, we you have can't... two big things we need to worry about. Okay. Ozark. Yes. Final season. Yes. Is it the final? Yeah. They just wrapped up uh, filming, like, this week, this month. And they've also wrapped up filming on one of our favorite shows to watch together, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I really want to see. I it love that. Though. Oh, that's soon. I mean, that's kind of, for everybody else, is 2022, so they're getting a jump. Yeah. I heard that was what Sex and the City's doing. I guess they're redoing. I never got into that show. I didn't watch the movies. I didn't read. Is it a book? I think it's a book. I think it's based on a book, but. I didn't read or watch the shows. Also. Not my. Um, I, I don't know. You don't know. I, 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 there's no space for original ideas anymore. I don't think that's true. I mean. I don't think there's space. For, I don't think there's a large space for profitable new ideas like you keep. I think that's hopeless. I don't think that's true. What do you mean? I mean, we just talked about 
a handful of, of reboots or redos and that's, and, and that's barely scratching the surface of what. Well, if you right ask now. like, I mean, fundamentally there are only like seven true stories in the world and that you just do a replay of those like story structure. <clears throat> so I think there's room. What for about things. scary movies? What about them? It's that time of year. I tried to get Harlan to watch a scary movie last night, but all we could do was for like for a kid haunted mansion or something, but I could get spooky Mickey mouse clubhouse. Yeah. He was, he was really into Mickey mouse. We have a ton of Halloween like books and hardbacks mm-hmm. that for some reason that was a tradition. I started with Charlie was every holiday getting a collection of books that I would lay out for her. He's 10% interested. Yeah. Um, he'll find one that he latched onto. And this year it was the Mickey mouse book. Mm-hmm. And he wants to cut the book up. And so for two hours last night, I said, no, Harlan. No, we don't. He wanted me to cut the toodles flap out. He wanted to play with it like himself. And I was like, no, Harlan, we don't cut books. We don't cut books. And no, I I was a firm no on this. And he asked 25 times. And I (laughs) made... Well, that's about it for the podcast. No. I made him a toodles. I did everything else. I was like, we're not cutting the book. Hard no. Went to court day this morning, came back. Somebody, somebody on this podcast cut the freaking book up. Had it cut right out. Ate a poor job of that, might I add. You didn't even cut the ears out. You just did a big blob. Didn't hide the evidence. Just scissors and scraps of paper sitting everywhere. And you had to know I told him no last night. What did he do? Take him one time? Two times. He asked you twice. You got bothered. And you did it. No, first of all, no, because I'm <laughs> I'm not that crafty guy. But we sat down and did it together. And also, I think you're glossing over the fact that I bought a whole Baby Shark Halloween book. And I spent a good portion of my afternoon cutting out baby sharks and coloring them for him. I'm so glad. It's like the story of my life. Harlan refuses to color himself. I don't know what his block is. I don't know what part of his weird personality does not. He wants me to color and draw the baby sharks. I will put the pen in his hand, say, let's do it together. Let's color. You do it. He'll go, no, you do it. And tonight's big meltdown was because I would not color in the baby shark. But he loves, my mom will cut out baby sharks for him all day long. And he wants one in every color. So you think you're getting by with just with just coloring a, a baby shark. And then he'll like, okay, now daddy shark. You do that. Okay, now mom, and you have to go through. One day, I was down to cutting up cousin sharks. Because somewhere in his, in his like we were doing aunt shark, uncle shark, cousin shark. And he wanted multiple cousins. I was like, I'm done. There are no other family members. This family tree is over. It is done. Um, because one of his many wild episodes of Baby Shark, they did the entire family. So we also oh. sad news. <laughs> Are you going to tell? I'll tell. Okay, I won't go into the details here, but okay. let's just say Harlan's had an adverse reaction to Shark Puppet. We granted. Listen, it's pro. It was probably too much anyway for him. It's more of a like a teenager type thing. I don't know if it's teenager. It's I, it, it cracks me up. I love it. Okay, there there like it is. Never bought, mind, we, it's teenager. 
Sorry. He has a shark puppet. Somewhere in this house. Yes, missing, which is a good thing. But he... He started mimicking. Some questionable behavior, and they're like, well, we don't know where that came from. And it, we, Truly. Truly didn't know where it came from. Truly, he did a couple things that did not match up with, uh, like, products that we had at our home. Things that I had never seen him react to before. He He did this at his school. And um, I happened to just tell Charlie because she knew that we left to go pick him up. And she goes, what was that about? And I told her what he had done at school. And she's like, oh. Yeah. Instantly she goes, that's Shark Puppet. And I was like, what? What? She goes, yeah. So what will happen, and this is the, the danger of YouTube that a lot of parents will tell you, is you may find a video on there that is perfectly harmless, innocent, wonderful, and... It's it's all of the sidebars to it that once it gets in that automatic replay that mode. Algorithm that yes. suggested. So then like questionable shark puppet videos and I and I even went on Instagram, there's multiple shark puppet uh creators. So we may have originally found like the innocent, harmless one who just likes cheese and to scream, mm-hmm. but there are others that get into more mature content or doing questionable things that a developing four-year-old should not be seeing um just i knew it was <laughs> so telling myself here what so i'm watching it on my own one day oh my god it, like, like here's the house it's just on and hard, okay uh, you know whatever and <laughs> shark puppet selling lemonade <laughs> Okay. Have you seen this one? No. no. So when I have not seen Shark Puppet, I don't like it because it screams, and I can't stand that noise. Yeah. It, screaming doesn't bother me. So Shark Puppet's selling lemonade. This guy comes up. He's like, how much for a glass of lemonade? He's like, 20 bucks. <laughs> he's like, it better be good. And he drinks it. He spits it out. He says, what's in this? Shark Puppet says, pee. Oh, my God. See? <laughs> Let's think I'll be tickled. <laughs> Gary, that's not even that funny. It's so it's stupid. A shark in his hand. You're so dumb. <laughs> well, this is why we couldn't watch Donald Duck because it started out as a puppet. Like, yeah. And then Donald started cussing people. Yeah. And so that really people made it ruin the internet. Yes, they do. So, no more shark puppet. I feel horrible because. Now that we know what it is. Which I, th- I feel, okay, hang on. I say that I feel horrible, but I feel, I feel good. Right, that, that it wasn't some like psychotic. That he's not a psycho. Yeah. That he was not intentionally doing something harmful. He was imitating an emotion that he saw a puppet do, and that's how he was trying to. Now, granted, that's not right either, but it, it was kind of like a kid doing the whole Tom and Jerry imitation thing. Yeah, we just didn't know the origin of where it came from. But yeah, now like, that I do, was it itchy and scratchy? No, he won't even sit still long enough to watch The Simpsons. Right. We, I mean, honestly, had no idea, and I was concerned, like. My kid is a psychopath. He is doing nope. something harmful. No, nope. he's just imitating a, a hand puppet <laughs> that is a shark. Also, put two and two together today, right? So you got the shark puppet there. Okay. Oh no. There at, at Universal Studios, there's a Jaws, right? Okay. The shark, yeah, and Bruce. There's a a restaurant right next next to it, or it's a bar really called Shea Alcatraz. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember seeing it there, but I don't. It, it's there. Well, they make a drink called a shark attack, and when you order a shark attack, they bring out a shark puppet and talk you through it. And oh! Then, and at the very end, they put whatever 
it's red that goes in it. There's like, I, I don't know. You just have to watch it. Okay. And I was like, wait, that shark puppet didn't invent the shark puppet. The shark puppet was already it's invented. Like there's already a shark puppet. Oh my like, god. That's where my brain goes. Wow. To Universal. It's all like seven degrees of Universal Studios. I, I'm already, yeah. I'm already putting the uh, manifesting my Christmas present for next year. I thought Gary was trying to like plan a romantic like beach getaway. I even like laid out what I what, He was like, what, hey, so if we get like a weekend on, to go out together, we get to travel. And I'm like, this is it. We're going to the beach. Nope. I mean, it's. He was like, we'll go to Seussicle first. I didn't say that. Uh, I did say that. Not yeah, Seussicle. you did. What is it? Hans got trolley. I don't know what that means. It's a, it's a trolley up in the air. Or <laughs> I said we could hold hands and see all the... Sweet. That is sweet. I will, That's not... No. We'll do a go for no, me. We'll start racing. I said it's sweet. I I do think it's precious. I just... It's an amusement park and I have to... It's a theme park. A theme park. It's no Opryland, but... It's no, we'll go to Dollywood. <laughs> I don't know. You're not into... Uh, in the Gatlinburg. Nope. The guy who rigged him just went to Gatlinburg. On purpose? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I can remember when my dad, when we all went as a family. Your dad and I 100% have the same philosophy on this. Yeah, but but so, but so the first time, like, my dad was all about everybody doing everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think that's your first I, reaction to Gatlinburg. Yeah, and I remember him and Tabor rode the, like, Skylift, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Well, Rigdon was like, he got in line for the Skylift. He thought... It was going to be this huge thing to do once they get to the other side, because mm. for him and his kids, his family, it was one hundred and twenty-five dollars for them to ride this thing. <gasps> they get over there. The Skylift is one hundred twenty-five dollars. Yeah. No, like, thank you. And there's like a coffee shop and a beer stand on the on the other side, and then you just get back on and go back. Now in Colorado, you get to the top, and there's amusement park that is questionable. We we've covered that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, but. At least there's that once you get to the top of the mountain. But, yeah, I'm, I just, yeah, so Gary, Big Gary and I would say, well. We did it. We did it. We're done with Gatlinburg. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was it. Back. You do it one time. I think. But, but my dad, and I think you even to a certain extent, they're the type that would watch a movie one time and be like, okay, I got it. Yep. Yep. We don't need to. My dad used to always give me shit about rewatching things. Yes. Why are you watching this again? Yep. Well, I like it. Yep. We you just know what's going to happen. That that's what makes it great for me. I think that's I think that's a sign of neurodivergence too. By the way, or no, it's a I'm sorry, it's an anxiety thing. Like it's comforting to watch something over and over again. So allegedly, but you and Charlie do that constantly, and, and that's and people don't like. I, I'll do it with Shit's Creek in the office, and that's about it. So, so there, say there's. A new movie coming out, and like Cody at the office went and saw it. I'm like, mm-hmm. so what's about? It? Like, you want me to tell you? Like, yeah. Oh, you tell, yeah. Tell me the ending. I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be in the theater on IMDb looking at the plot as oh, I'm watching. You're so it. annoying. That's so annoying. Just watch. Yeah, but you, says the person who would six. What's going on? What? Why do you do that? <laughs> what were they doing? I'm watching the same movie. I'm engaging in my own way. Okay, thank you. That's like annotating on paper. That's what I teach kids to do. Is annotate the text, have a conversation with it. I'm having a conversation with the script, with the movie. Yeah. Also, I just always assume that I'm missing something. I, <laughs> I, it's embedded in my brain. Abby and I go see Saul. 
The very first Saw movie. Ju- oh my gosh, I was just talking. A kid wrote her villain paper. On Jigsaw? What's his name? Jigsaw. John. Uh, no, no, no. Kimplin. Kimplin. The, the villain's name, his real name. I don't know. So she wrote in the voice of him. And I was like, I think I saw this in the theater. So yeah, and it's about this time of year. Yeah. You know, and so we go. <laughs> now we hadn't. I bet we've not seen five scary movies, and, and I wouldn't call Saw a scary movie. It's like an intense, <sighs> suspenseful, yeah, psychological thriller. Yeah, we <laughs> we're halfway through this movie. Abby has her nails dug into my arm, and I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> I don't like when things are jumpy. I don't either, but I don't like. I don't have that <laughs> physical reaction that you do. That was when you said never again. Yeah. <laughs> never again. I think, okay, we saw Saul. I think I accidentally punched Hannah Turner in the face during Hunger Games when something jumped out on the screen. <laughs> I didn't mean to. We saw the Amityville Horror. I don't know if you remember that. I do. That was here. Y- yeah. Yeah. Um, we, saw, uh, we saw Scream. Back in Moorhead. We did. And somebody came in the theater in a Scream costume. Yeah. That was terrifying. But watching Scream now, you're like, oh, this movie sucks. Yeah. It's kind of like, I know what you did last summer. I think we saw I Know What You Did last summer in the theater. Yeah. But as far as like horror movies, I can't think of any like Mm-mm. monster movies or anything like that. We were or big. Like Annabelle's or. We were big. Yeah. See, I don't, and I'm just not a big fan of that. Um, Now, we grew up on, this is embarrassing. I guess, maybe not. Nightmare on Elm Street was like common Tuesday afternoon television. Like we would rent the movies. Chase, Dustin, and I would watch it on repeat. I mean, I distinctly remember. If you watch it now, it's the same thing. It's so stupid. I don't, I mean, I was terrified. Dustin would sit behind the couch and watch it by looking out over the couch. Um, Big Freddy Krueger fans. I mean, that's all our parents have to say is like, Freddy Krueger's coming, coming for you. But how terrifying I'm not so certain that some of my sleep problems <laughs> probably originate there with that. Just what a horrible thought to take the thing that is comforting and healthy for you and That's ruin right. it. So the one thing, like the one, the one thing I was super scared of <laughs> Michael Jackson's thriller. Let's see, what year did that video come out? Like the 80s, like 80. Well, I know it was in the 80s. Four or something like that. Like you, I mean, I remember it and like loved it. I loved it because it had this story and then the dance. They do, um, downtown Mount Sterling will do, a, uh, they've done it at least twice. They did a thriller zombie dance. Okay, and I when was you're tar- three years old when that came out. But I bet you weren't three when you remember watching it. I mean, I'm sure you were like four or five when you it, it like came up, and you were scared, like yeah. like crying. Probably, or- yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was probably a little. What scared you? Like, what do you remember being scared of? Just the beginning, like when he turns, starts turning into the werewolf. Oh my gosh, I love that. That was so like cinematography magic yeah. that he started doing. Do you remember that? Like, yeah. it was like. Wow, his nail! Like he's turning into a werewolf in front of us, and now you look at it and you're like, hmm. <laughs> "Ooh, Teen Wolf! That was a good movie." Tried to watch that again. The old school one. Yeah, it was Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Not as good. Not as good. I love some it. things are best left. I was listening to um, 
shit, the dude from uh, Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. He did Teen Wolf 2. Yep. And it ruined his career. Like, he literally set him in, like, a downward spiral for many, many years. Really? Yeah. I mean, he had to know. What else did he have under his belt before that? I don't remember. That's funny. I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah. Know. But, like, he had said at one point he was going to sell everything he had and just <laughs> pick a spot on the map and move there and start a new life. <laughs> just anymore because of Teen Wolf, too. And, and he... Well, had like young child star, it like you had addiction just, issues and stuff. That is such a, you know, you don't see the child stars. I mean, talk about Home Alone and Macaulay Culkin, and like it's hard to come out of. You just don't see a lot of the people who come out of that. Now he's now, amazing. Yeah, now and he's awesome. Have you listened? He has a podcast. No, I've heard him on Dak Shepard's podcast. Um. But he has one. I, I like listening to him talk. He's a pretty interesting listen. And yeah. What was the... There's a Stephen King movie, like miniseries we watched. Oh, my gosh. Stephen. Now, Stephen King is a big part of my childhood. I, my aunt and mom and uncle read a lot of Stephen King. I tried to read it when I was like in fourth grade. Stephen King's vocabulary... Crack open one of his books sometime. Well, it's like... 1700 pages long too well so much description so much description and just the language and the and the, it was way above my head but you know i thought i could handle it and thought i could do it and isn't the ending of of it in the book like super jacked up wouldn't tell i could i didn't make it through the book pretty sure i was in fourth grade have read it, i'm pretty sure it's got like some kind of weird i've got a couple of kids reading king right now twist to it oh god yeah like mm. super fucked up mm. Uh, my mom was reading Pet Cemetery. God, I remember watching Pet Cemetery. Yeah, and that, I remember Pet Cemetery. That screwed me up. Um, the whole gauge scene and the truck and. Um, you remember? I think it was last year we watched Silver Bullet. Yes, that's a which good, was one of my favorites. Yeah, it was a good one. That's a good one to watch when you were a kid. Who knew? It's the preacher the whole time. It, obviously. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert to the nineteen eighty five film with Corey <laughs> Feldman and Corey Haynes. They were the best. Uh, oh, Lost Boys! I, you read my mind. Yeah. Read my. That was a great one. But also, there's a scene in Lost Boys with the band. I don't know if you remember. Like, so, somebody thought they needed like this jazz band. <laughs> you go back what? to see how corny. Yeah, watch the movie, and there's a scene where they're like at a party or something. There's a band there. Just how goofy they look. Let me tell you what never happened at a high school party. A band show up. Nobody had bands show up. What is that? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. One of the people I follow on. Weezer um, never just appeared. And- <laughs> well, I mean, nobody just. Maybe there was like a guy with a guitar that would start playing, but no band struck up and there was like a band playing while they're trashing somebody's house. Yeah. Let me plug in my amp here. <laughs> I follow. Um, <laughs> Freebird. I follow Jen Hatmaker and one. Or was it Kristen Harrington? Tag on it. Maybe it was Kristen. One of their children went like directly out. I said, "Oh, it was Jen Hatmaker." You yes, told, yeah, yeah. They want to have said, a party. Or I want to have a party, and they're like, "Uh, they're like, no, like, like a real one, like where there's alcohol, like the kind we see on TV." Like, legitimately came and proposed that. And she was like, "Go, on, go the hell on with that." Like Can't that you is walked outside your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's 
high school movies like that really disappointed me in projecting in what life, high yeah. school should have been like. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't. were no teen wolves, no, no bands at parties. Daria, back to Daria in my so-called life. We the drama was not there. Big letdown. Remember the scene in Teen Wolf where they go in the closet. Yes. <laughs> he scratches her. All oh, the nostalgia. <laughs> Guess that's all. All we've do got. Play, do you play seven minutes? Is it seven minutes or seven seconds in heaven? I think it's seven minutes in heaven. I don't know. That's seven a questionable. Seconds, I, at that age, seven seconds would have been sufficient too. Yeah. <laughs> Spin the bottle. We'll spin the, do you think kids play spin the bottle these no, days? No. There's probably an they app. send nudes to each other. <laughs> That's the damn truth. I oh mean, my there's no. God. Show me your butthole. Oh, my God. No. Stop. Gary Thomas's first Snapchat of oh. 1995. <laughs> How about that butthole? What is wrong with you? Fundamentally, what is wrong with you? Shocking. Oh, my God. If only you had colonoscopy pics when you were in eighth grade. <laughs> so, let's end on this note. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, I have this been demonized go. for sending my colonoscopy pic. Demonized? Uh, Who demonized you? Uh, Do you feel don't, that way? People really don't appreciate it. <laughs> By so people, I'm on you mean Micah. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. Okay. And Terry Miners, who's like this renowned radio host out of Louisville. I think Rex Chapman actually shared. I can't remember. Okay. You but sound like a, me telling a story. Continue. <laughs> he had a picture of himself in the hospital bed next to it in like a little collage was his colonoscopy pictures. Okay. And he's like, hey, men's health, blah, blah, blah. You need to get your colonoscopy. I'm like, oh, this guy who's got like half a million <laughs> followers on Twitter can just send it out. I send it out to like 13 of my closest friends. And At no point. Have you ever sent it with the intent of notifying and doing a public service announcement to your friends for men's health at no point? That's coming this week. Okay. That man's issue was completely different than your own. Had you said, hey, guys, heads up, we should, it's time for us to start doing this. I don't know that you would need to send the colonoscopy pic with it. I wonder if they'll take a picture the next time I get my prostate exam. (laughs) Do you? One want, like, could only hope. <laughs> do you want updated I want the, pics? I want the video. A video. The, yeah. yeah. I don't know how Yeah, I think that's a totally think. different side of OnlyFans that weird. <laughs> it's medical, all right? It's, it's <laughs> medical OnlyFans? Oh, my God. I hope everybody has a good week and the, the It's going to get cold. Yeah, Cook your great. chilies and your soups. Yeah, not this week so much. Yes, Next it week. is. It's this week. I mean, like the upper sixties, low forties. That's that, still fine with me. That what? Abby's freezing last night. And I'm sitting there sweating. There's something wrong with you. He thinks it's diabetes. I have never heard that as a <laughs> symptom of diabetes. Legitimately goes, uh, it's probably just diabetes, and goes back to sleep. <laughs> Oh, uh, don't forget to spay and neuter your pets, <laughs> colonoscopies, and get your diabetes checked. <laughs> uh, we're going to go enjoy some Cordae food tomorrow. Maybe yes. we can take some pics. And okay, but after that, we're getting our shit together, and we're going to eat better. Well, we can, I mean, we can't go to the gym because of the issues right now. We so can go to the can. gym. We're choosing not to. We're making excuses. Fine, fine, fine. We're going to get our life together. I right. love you. I love we you. We'll get our life together maybe before we die. Oh, my That's God, my don't goal. say that. Practice your gratitude. Let it affect your attitude. <laughs>
That's all I got to say about that. Bye. If you want to share this, I would be appreciative. If you want to send Abby emails and tell her how much she affects your life or me, do that. (laughs) Rip Shark Puppet. Bye. You heard what I said. Hey, shark puppet getting money. All you little stupid trash rappers looking funny. Uh-huh. Hey, I be chilling on the beach. On the beach. What? I can't let out my speech. <laughs> you are just like a leech. You are all my students, so I guess I have to teach. I'm a teacher. Hey, I'ma give you a lesson. I got no competition, so I'm not stressing. You can call me ranch, cause I be dressing. Giving all my haters depression. 